Can you find forgiveness and trust after a friend does you wrong? Listen as we discuss how to build those friendships, nurture them, and make them last a lifetime. Now, clutch on to your loyal friends as we discuss friendships, part one of two. On this episode of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America.
than we did in the first three quarters. I just want those that's listening because I know so much is going on in the world, so much uncertainty, so much craziness. But just think about that. Just think about making a pack and making a goal. And with Annie and, and C on here tonight, I hope you're still on because my computer shut down, so I can't even see the studio. But I'm with Annie and C and whoever else is on here tonight, let's make a pack. The last quarter is going to be better than the first three quarters, financially, health-wise, friendship-wise, in every area of our life. And I want to know if you ladies, if my girlfriends on the line will agree with that because the world is listening now, so we can't back out if you agree. So do you ladies agree? I agree. I'm I agree. in line. I got you, girl. Are you, you're you all in? <laughs> I'm all in. Okay. Hey, I got, Sounds I got nothing good. to lose after this, this nonsense that's been going on with this virus. I got nothing to lose, so let's do this. L- listen, no, look, you got everything to gain. Okay. Right. Everything to gain. So tonight we're talking about friendship, two parts. And it's extremely important. I thought about talking about this because when Corinne said that this month was about women empowerment, I got so, so excited because who doesn't need to be empowered? (laughs) And because we have a goal here that we're building lifelong friendships with women across the globe, we're serious about that. I can't even express to you how serious we are. So as we get started tonight, I really want to more so have a conversation with my girlfriends on the line, not just asking you a bunch of questions, but I want to I have a conversation and discuss some things. Is that okay, ladies? Yes, of course. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And if anybody joins us, Corinne, just let them on in because my computer has crashed, but it's okay because we're going to make sure we still get it done. And that's the thing about life. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have things, you have stumbling blocks, you have obstacles, and some people just go crazy. Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? But I have my girlfriend on the line that says, hey, you know what? I know you're in a uh, your, your hotel may not have great Wi-Fi, and I'm an engineer, and if something happens, I got your back. And that's what friendship is about, having someone's back. So with that being said, the first thing I want to talk about is what really is a friend? And I don't want to talk about this lightly because we always say, oh, this is my friend at McDonald's. This is my friend at Hardy's. This is my friend at the hotel. And we just use that word like it's water, like something every day. But in reality, that's just a term we loosely use. But what really is your definition of a friend? In order to break into our topic tonight, talking about regaining trust after a friendship has ended or has been harmed, first we need to talk about what actually is a friendship. So talk to us, Annie. Tell us in your own words, what is your definition of a friend? Oh, geez. Um, you know, for me, it's a little, it's a little different. I have a lot of, I've had a lot of temporary people in my life because I moved around a lot being a military brat and that's kind of how I became and it's funny, funny enough, like most of the people I'm, I would say I'm the closest with, I'm not really so close with very many people, um, but some of the people I'm, people I'm closest with are people that I've known throughout the years from like that I went to high school with in Germany. And we, bear, we don't see each other often, but we keep in touch every once or twice a month throughout, you know, checking on each other. But I do know that if these women, if I needed something like desperately and I told them I needed them to come, they'd come and I'd do the same for them. Um, those are few and far between though, you know, um, a lot of people out there and there's a lot of personalities and it's something that you need to take time in, in, in doing is finding people that are, um, you know, put your tribe because it's worth it and you won't end up hurting anybody and they won't end up hurting you because not everybody's meant to be that close, you know, it's okay to just be acquaintances with people too. 
Okay. And you know, ha, ha, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had the, those type of girlfriends and you ask them something and they tell you everything but what you ask them? Ladies, those, those are the listeners. <laughs> Did Annie tell us yet what her definition of a friend is? <laughs> Annie, answer the specific. What is your definition of a friend? The people that I can get a hold of, but I don't have to talk to every day. That if I was, if they needed something, I'm there for them. If I needed something, they're there for me. Trust, respect, a mutual love relationship with someone, but it's plutonic, obviously. Um, that's my definition of the friend. I, I thought I okay. was explaining <laughs> that in my story, but <laughs> yeah, you were explain, you were telling me a story. <laughs> okay, I do that. Right, I it- do that. <laughs> And let me ask you another question. Since you you referenced platonic, did you feel like you needed to clarify platonic? Well, I mean, not necessarily, but sometimes people, you know, hey, okay. you never know. It's Friends okay. It's system. okay. Don't. <laughs> okay, moving on. Corinne, talk to us. What is your definition of a friend? Is, is very um, important to me. So you definitely have to be um, loyal, um, honest, um, someone that is there for me as much as I'm there for them. Um, we have to have a mutual respect for each other. Um, I can, I, I need to be able to trust you. Um, like I need to be able to leave you in my house by myself, leave, me, leave you around my man by yourself. Like it has to be a full on trust for me to consider you as actually a friend. Okay. I ask, I often ask people that question, and I use two definitions that I actually borrowed from two people that I love dearly that um I've made it my own, so no pleasurizing is mine now. After you use something 100 times, it's yours, okay? <laughs> so my definition of a friend, two things. Um, When I was working and building with some women in Atlanta a couple of years ago, um, I had a guy and he said, oh, I see you got all these girlfriends, and you think these people are your friends. You know, do you know how you really know when a person's your friend? I said, how? And um, he said, you know who your friends are in your absence, during adversity, and at your death. And I want to repeat that again. He said, you know who your friends are in your absence. Think about that when you're not around. During adversity, hey, things ain't good right now, or at your death. Think about that. And the second thing I want to share in reference to a friend is my pastor used to say a long time ago, and this really stuck with me, and this was over 10 years ago. We talk about friendships. We can't take things lightly, okay? So he said, whew, friendships, friendships, friendships. He said, a friend is someone who knows you. They know all about you. They could destroy you, but they never will. And I'm going to repeat that one more time. A friend is someone who knows you, Corinne, Annie. They know all about you. That means all your business, all your dirty laundry, the stuff that you don't want nobody to know. And they could destroy you. Guess what? That, that trust has to be involved because they could destroy you, but they never will. And that is the clutch on friendship 
from my perspective. And that's what we're talking about. That's what our goal is here at Clutch is to build friendships with women across the globe that can last a lifetime. So the next thing I want to talk about is do you believe that later in life, like maybe after your 30s, that you can make new friends? I have talked to hundreds of women over the last 10, 15 years, and a lot of people say, you know what? I can't find any friends. Like, I'm over 25. I'm over 30. It's, it's really hard to make friends. And people say, well, my best friend was my friend from kindergarten and blah, 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 even though they hadn't talked to them in 10 years. I got That's another story. But bottom line is, do you believe, ladies, that later on in life, like after you're in your 30s or, 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 or more, that you can really still meet a person that's a friend that maybe even can come, become a BFF? Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Have you had that experience? I'm starting to get to know you ladies. I think that, and I'm 44, so um, I think that, you know, we grow up and we get bigger, and I think that we can have more enriched and better friendships at this age, so why the hell not? I think that, like, we should be seeking out friendships because now we've learned more We've made mistakes, and we could probably help each other out a lot more than we ever did in our 20s. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's a good feel. That's a good way to put it. That. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree with I, Annie. Um, I think that it's probably harder to find friendships just because, you know, when you're in school, they're pretty much pushing you to be friends and, you know, teaching you those skill sets. Um, but once you get into the real world, unless you, you know, find a platform such as, you know, Annie, myself, Tawanda, Kay, Kat, we all have found, um, it, you know, it's a little bit harder maybe finding people that may be open to a genuine friendship. Okay. You know, I, I definitely agree. However, at the same time, I know that it's not easy. I think especially later on in life, like after we hit 30s and plus, People are married and have kids or just so much, you know, you have so many different things pulling on your time that nobody has time to do anything. Hey, when can I do this? When can I do that? So it definitely um, is possible. It takes work, though. It takes work and putting forth effort, and we know that some people don't like to put forth effort. We had a conversation a few weeks ago talking about balanced friendships. Are you a giver or are you a taker? I think Annie actually did that call. Do you ladies remember that? I do, of course I do. I, I do. do that call, yes. <laughs> you know, it's really important, and this is not one of my questions, but let me ask you, like, honestly speaking, one of the things I'm so excited about this podcast, this opportunity to be able to talk to women across the globe, because there's someone that may not even get on a call like this, but they have questions, you know what I'm saying? So us having this platform to share and be transparent can really help someone else. So let me ask you a very candid question, ladies, and I need you to keep it all the way real. How important and valuable is true friendship today for you? Do you not really give a shit about it? It can You can take it and leave it. Do you value it? Like, honestly speaking, and I, and I want you to go for a seat, how important is having, like, real friends today? How important is that to you? I think it's important. Um, I think it's important to have someone – um, just that you could confine in that when you're going through something that they're there for you. Because, um, you know, they say it's, you know, kind of hard to walk, uh, like, life by yourself. So, mm. Annie? So, you know, I 
absolutely. I think that friends are very important. People in your life are very important. And, and sometimes, um, especially as we get older, we may lose uh, family. Or To me, for me, um, you know, family isn't always about blood. You know, family is, has been about um, people in my surroundings and, and friends that I've, that I've had relationships with, honestly. So, um, you know, yeah, I think it's very important, but um, I've learned a lot, a lot more in my age that, uh, not, you know, I'm not as quick to trust people as I used to be, um, and, okay. or give as give as quickly and as as freely as quickly as I used to. Um, but that's just a matter of protecting myself, you know, um, just because I have been through a lot. But I am absolutely all about making new friends and, and looking for good relationships with people. Okay. I can definitely dig that. I want to ask you, ladies, one last question before we go to break. And, again, my my goal tonight is for women to listen to this call, to really think about it, evaluate the type of friend that you are and also the type of friends that you keep. Because also, as you hear a lot on this call, we talk about associations, the law of associations. You're the average of the five people that you are around when you talk about associations. People say, you want to know who someone is? See who their friends are, and you'll know who they are. So my question next is, would you agree that friendships, just like anything else, has challenges? This is a two-part question now. And if so, tell me about a friendship challenge that you had and how you handle it. I'm going to read this again, and I'm going to tell you about a challenge that I've had and, uh, and that I'd love to hear about one that you have. Would you agree that friendships, just like anything else, challenges if so tell me about a friendship challenge you have had and how you handle it well first of all i would say yes friendship definitely has challenges just like life and it's up to us how we actually handle it and a friendship challenge that i've had was a couple of them but i'll tell you about one in particular (laughs) i actually had a girlfriend that we had been friends for like five, six years, but we just always had issues, just stumbling blocks. Basically, two strong personalities. She didn't like how I was. I didn't care how she was. And we just never seemed to get along, but we have friendship and you have love, so you want to figure out how you can work it out. Well, they had came a point to where I felt like the friendship was getting toxic. We had just had too much back and forth. And I sent her an email because we were email queens, and I sent her a breakup or friendship breakup email. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend anymore because of this reason and this reason and this reason and this reason because that was a, because I had gotten to a point that I really felt like I needed to terminate the friendship and 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 it takes a lot for me to terminate anything and I sent her this breakup friendship email and I say breakup because the guy that I was dating at the time said damn are y'all friends or are y'all in a relationship because she <laughs> sent me back like a five-page, oh, no, you not breaking up with me friendship letter. <laughs> and then she basically was like, she told me the things she didn't like about me, the things that she loved about me, and then she said, I don't care what you say, we're friends, we're family, and I love you, and I am not breaking up our friendship. <laughs> so then she said, so how are we going to work it out? And I'm like, damn, I can't get rid of you. <laughs> so we end up finding a happy medium because she was not having it any other way. Um, and it was a challenge, but the thing is, I'm not like the runaway bride when the going gets tough, I get going. It's just that I really 
felt like I just couldn't deal with it anymore. And I had been telling her my problems, but it's kind of like we went to our own counseling because she wasn't letting right. me out of the friendship. <laughs> and it's been well, a 13 you know, year. I think people realize like that, that, you know, it takes work in a, in a true long-term friendship. It takes just as much work as a marriage sometimes because, you know, when you're spending that much time, you know somebody that well, and you make decisions with other people like that, like it, it's going to affect. And we're humans. We have we have faults. We make mistakes, and it's always going to happen. So if you can't, if you're not willing to work for a friendship, it's not going to work out because you know some people they run off when the going gets tough. Relationships that last thirty and forty years, you know, because when the going gets tough, they didn't run off. They they stuck it out like like your friend wouldn't let you do. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So what I want to hear when we come back from break, because I'm definitely out of time. When we come back, I want to hear about a friendship challenge that you ladies have had and how you actually handle it right back after this episode. Hello, this is Tawanda with your trending news for today. Also today, August 23rd, 2020, would have been the 42nd birthday for Kobe Bryant, which was an American professional basketball player that died in a plane crash along with his daughter and others on January 26th. Here is a message that was written by his lovely wife, Vanessa, that she posted on social media, and it reads as follows. To my baby, happy birthday. I love you and I miss you more than I can ever explain. I wish you and Gigi were here to celebrate you. I wish I could make you your favorite food or a birthday cake with my Gigi. I miss your big hugs, your kisses, your smile, and your loud-ass deep laugh, she actually wrote on Instagram. I miss teasing you, making you laugh, and bursting your bubble. I miss you sitting on my lap like my big baby that you are. I think about your tenderness and patience all the time. I think about everything you would do in situations to help me deal with everything thrown my way. And, again, this is what Vanessa Bryant wrote on Instagram to her husband, the late Kobe Bryant. And this is your trending news for today. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. We are back, and thank you so much for taking that break with us. And this is Tawanda, your host for tonight with Clutch, and we're talking about friendships. And back to you ladies in reference to a friendship challenge that you had and how you actually handle it. Talk to us, Corinne. Um, I, I do think that friendship can be a challenge. Um, like Annie mentioned before, it's like having a relationship that you have to nurture and attend to. Um, one friendship challenge that I had um, is is someone that I actually known or met when I was 16, and I'm 37 now, and so you know I've known her this whole time, and um, you know we started off real good friends, and their parent, their family was like you know 
why are you friends with her? You're saying you're like the um she's on a little bit of the crazy side and I'm was more like, you know, do by the book too gooder. Um, so they never really understood why we were friends. Um, but throughout the years she's <laughs> done so many sketchy things. She's stuck with a boyfriend of mine. She's uh, lied so lies on me to my friends. Um she uh, we lived together. Her boyfriend stole from me, and she just was like, oh, okay, whatever. You deserved it because you didn't have a lock on your door. So um, that's pretty much how our friendship <laughs> has been throughout the years. And at one point, I just had to say, you know what, we're not friends anymore. We're family um, because there's no way that I can call you a friend and so have you in my life after we've been through um, all of this. Um, she is the parent to my godson. So that's why, you know, she'll never go away. But, um, yeah, I think that's why I've had to change her role in my mind because it's just, yeah, I I couldn't, you know, in my right conscience call her a friend. Wow, that is deep. That is deep. Mm. All right, Annie, talk to us. Sorry, I'm like, I was just zoning out listening about her story there, and I'm like, wow, I want to know the best. (laughs) <laughs> I want to know what else happened. Um, you know, for me, for me, I have a, I just, I have a very strong extroverted personality. Um, I'm, I'm a leader. I've always been uh, one of those people that like was the, you know, leader of things and captain and, and I ran things all the time. So it's been a challenge for me to be friends with women, honestly, um, because I am super competitive, especially in sports and whatnot. So when you meet other women like me with strong personalities, it's gotten easier for me as I've gotten older to be friends with women because uh, my patience has grown and my ability to um, tone myself back has grown and, it, you know, throughout the years. But that's always been a challenge with me, especially with, with friends with women, is that my personality is very strong and most of the time a lot of women can't handle that. Okay. That, that definitely makes sense. A lot of times people – they're in friendship competition, which is not really necessary at times. But, you know, we have to find ways to have that happy medium. Well, now I want to switch tables for a little bit because I want to talk about trust and forgiveness. So talk to me, ladies, about a friendship that you had that actually was terminated. Hey, this is over. You actually made it to the termination point. Like, we're we are no longer friends. We'll never speak oh, again. I told you that story before about my old business partner and I, who, you know, we, we were like, we spent every day together working together for years. And then we kind of went, she came on as my partner and things did not work out and it went really bad. And I haven't spoken to her since she ended up marrying a guy that I introduced her to took a bunch of the people that worked for us to her, to her dad's business. And, and she was my best friend and uh, haven't talked to her since. And that really, like, I still, to this day, you know, we both made mistakes, her and I both made mistakes and I can admit that, you know, and, but I still to this day miss her sometimes just because she was such a cool chick and we had, you know, she's a good friend and I do miss her. But in the same breath, like I wasn't the one, you know, I did things wrong as well as she did. And, you know, trying to be in business with somebody who we were friends first, it just, it was too much for our, our relationship. Okay. How about you, C? Um, The first thing that popped up in my mind was, um, I mean, it's kid stuff, but I was in high school and I was in ninth grade. So, you know, anything that happens in ninth grade is just, you know, girls, stupid girl stuff. Um, but I was friends with this girl, and I always felt like there was maybe a, like an underlying jealousy with her. Um, coincidentally, 
the world is so small. Um, we dated the same guy. Um, but <laughs> I'd known the guy, like, literally my whole life. Um, so when I found out she dated him, I just I thought it was funny. I didn't pay no attention. Um, but she was kind of, things changed after that, um, even though I wasn't dating him at that time. Um, I know at one point she was, and I guess she wanted to know dates and all this other stuff. But I wasn't going to basically. He's my friend, my my you know my lifetime friend. So I I just was like, well, no, it wasn't during the time that you were together. Whatever she wanted to hear. But um, she wanted the one day we were in gym, and I was sitting in the bleachers behind her with one of our mutual friends, and she was sitting in the bleacher in front of us in the row in front of us um, with another one of our mutual friends, and she was talking crap about me like oh, she thinks her clothes are cute just because they're name brand. And I'm like, so I'm just listening or whatever. And, and um, so I, I kind of like, because the other girl that was sitting next to me, she was talking, but I kind of tuned her out. And I was like telling her, like, listen, listen. So um, she heard this, you know, her talking crap or whatever. And the other girl was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She didn't say anything to the other girl. She just basically agreed with everything she said. Um, so after that, I did confront her um, in our next period because she had, like, we were just cool and everything was good. Um, but after that, yeah, I couldn't be friends with her anymore. And then the girl that was sitting next to me stopped being friends with the both of them as well. Wow. <sighs> that is really interesting. And so you guys one have of the, I, today. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And, you know, this it's just – to me, it, it makes me think because I know so many, and not just friends, even family that has has fallen out of different things have happened. You know, I, I want to talk before we close out today about rebuilding trust, but I want to say this. To me, and I know that everyone is different, friendships are extremely important. And sometimes we get mad over the silly, silly stuff. We got to do better. We gotta we gotta develop ways and at one of our conferences we're gonna build on friendship. Like how do you actually develop a real friendship, a healthy friendship? Because sometimes people are in toxic relationships. I wanna tell you about two friendships two friendships that I had and something that was so significant about how these friendships ended and how we worked to, to mend the friendship. The first friendship that I had was one of my very best friends from like the fifth grade. We were really, really good friends. We had moved together. We just did everything together. And then, you know, as you get older, the things you do when you're young, you don't do that stuff anymore when you grow up. Well, she kept trying to do some of that stuff, and it was just real. It just really became a problem. So, needless to say, our friendship had ended because we were just going in two different places in life. And um, I never forget that I was at church one Sunday. And that's when the pastor talked about friendships and what the definition of a friendship really was. And this girl had pissed me off. And then she did something very bad to me. So I said, I want to do the same thing back to her. And then he said the thing about friendship, you know them, you know all about them, you could destroy them, but you never will. I said, okay, all right, I got you. Because I can't fight fire with fire. I can't do somebody how they did me. I can't have revenge in my heart because that's not right. So that was one thing that I realized. And then he said, I want you to think about someone you hadn't talked to in a while, 
and I want you to, you know, say a prayer for him. Somebody may, maybe someone you had fallen out with. So I closed my eyes, and she fell in my mind because, like Corinne said earlier, sometimes you can have friends, and even when you don't have the friendship, it's like they're family. So you still you love them no matter what. So I got her on my mind, and I started praying for her, and he said, tomorrow could be their last day. So what I need you to do is reach out to them. And this is why my eyes are still closed and I'm praying. I said, oh, no, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. He tricked me. He tricked us. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you tricked us. But what he was saying is, if you still love that person, it doesn't matter what happened. Tomorrow could really be their last day or yours. You got to find a way to say you're sorry. It doesn't even matter whether you were wrong or right. And you know what, ladies? I ended up reaching out to her, and I called her on the phone one day, and she had been ill. She had a lot of different things going on medically that I didn't even really know about. And I said, you know what? I said, hey. She said, hey. I said, you know I love you, right? She said, oh, shut up. I know. (laughs) Because she knew no matter what, even though it had been about three years that we had talked, she knew I loved her. And, um, and I told her that. We talked for about a couple of minutes because she was in the hospital. She couldn't even really talk. And she died less than a week later. Wow. That's right. Less than a week later. And guess what, ladies? I was so glad that I did what? I got that off my chest. I got oh, that yeah. off my heart. You understand what I'm saying? The thing about forgiveness is forgiveness is not for someone else. It's for us. So anyone yeah. that's listening, even you, Annie, even you, Corinne, if there's any person you've ever had as a friend in your life and today you're mad at them, please forgive them. It doesn't matter who was right and who was wrong. Please forgive them because that is for you. And I want to ask you, ladies, another question. This is my last question tonight. Talk to me about trust and rebuilding it. Have you ever had a friendship? that you actually lost the trust and then you actually repaired it or you know that you got to repair it? Well, real talk. I haven't done I, I've lost my trust for other people recently. Um, but, you know, Tawanda, I've been through a lot this past few years and, and being a little bit in my 40s and like, I don't really, I don't, I try not to hurt people and I do try to live to be a good person and nice, you know what I mean? Um, so I've been on the receiving end of that. And so I'm trying to work through forgiveness. Um, and it's funny that you, you say that, you know, because even just not just friendships and relationships and family friendships too, you know what I mean? Like our family members as well. Like we have to forgive each other. Absolutely. And Annie, guess what? You got to, you got to do it. Find it in your heart to forgive. Please find it in your heart to forgive because the world is watching, and we have to do it. Talk to us, Corinne. Rebuild and trust. Whether um, you need to rebuild it with you, someone or you did. You know, I, you know, I did recently. I want to say have someone not too long ago um, do something that I like made me lose trust in them. Um, they were more or less like someone, you know, I consider them as a friend. Um, and they basically just went to one of my friends and, um, tried cause they were, they were focused. I, I guess I could say the whole thing. I don't care, but they were, they were focused on trying to get some, 
some uh, punani. <laughs> so oh, they gosh. were just trying to say, yeah, say whatever they, I mean, not from me, from, from the other person, um, from my friend. So they were so concerned about getting punani from my friends that they bad talked me to my friends um, mm-hmm. and lied just so that they could get the punani. But it's funny because that particular friend, I tell her everything. So she had already knew the truth. And I was honest with him, so he was just so concerned about getting the punani from her that he was just saying anything that came to his mouth. Um, and I confronted him after the fact, and it was like I let some time go by because I was like, you know what, whatever. And, you know, they said that they were wrong. They said, you know, they they just didn't like hearing no, and <laughs> they just was trying to say anything and everything to get what they wanted. Mm, wow. And you know, and that's that's what actually happens. As we only have a few more minutes, like we have about seven, eight minutes, and I want to go over how to rebuild trust in a friendship, which is something that um, I was reading online on on our amazing websites. And then, as after I go through this, the last thing that I'm going to ask you all to share with young girls, you know, when I say the world is watching, we are women today, but yesterday we were young girls. And there's going to be an eight-year-old girl, a ten-year-old girl, a twelve-year-old girl that's going to want to find her a BFF ever. And I want you to think about this, ladies. As I, as I go over these tips, what would you say to young girls that are getting ready to go into adulthood, and they are looking to find a BFF, they're looking for friends? So, what type of tip would you give this girl to be careful of, to be mindful of? What does she need to know about making friendships? Because remember, the friends we had in kindergarten and second grade and fourth grade, some of them are IBFFs. Some of them will love for a lifetime. And, you know, we always say, if I can do now, what I, if I knew now what I knew yesterday or however that goes, well, guess what? The only thing we can do, we can't go back to yesterday, but we can help someone that's going to go through it um, to the so next day. My, so I my, want you to think about that. Is- my well, not not yet, Annie, not yet. What what I want to give is a couple tips. I, I know she's ready to give that advice, and, and we're going to definitely let her share that. But for those of us listening, if you have a friend that you haven't talked to in a while, that they did something that maybe is unforgettable, maybe it's a deal breaker, find a way to forgive them. Because remember, it's not for them, it's for you. How to rebuild trust in a friendship. Number one, once you apologize, give them space. Whether whether you mad at them, whether they mad at you, it doesn't matter. Corinne, I'm sorry, and I'm going to give you some space. I'm going to call you in a couple of days. Give them space. Number two, be honest about what led to the mistake. If it's your mistake or their, be honest. Let's keep it real. A lot of people cannot keep it real. Three, yes. approach them with empathy. I'm sorry, Annie. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I did this to you. I'm sorry this happened between us. It's not about the blame game. Number four, avoid all gossip. Nobody has time for gossip. That's not going to get you anywhere, especially if you're trying to rebuild trust and a friendship. Number five, don't go into great detail with others about what your issue was between you and your friend because we know that's going to create more problems and chaos sometimes. Six, let time work its magic. And there's a saying, it says, time heals wounds. Well, guess what? Sometimes it does. Number seven, don't bring up the incident other than in your initial apology. When you decide to forgive someone, 
And when you truly want to trust him again, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Have you ever had a situation with someone that you've had a falling out, then you you guys worked it out, and every time they throw it in your face, uh-uh, then you ain't healed from it because you got to be able to let it go. So as we close out, ladies, you're talking to the world and talk to the young girls that's going to go down the path that you've already been through. What would you want to give those ladies? Talk to us, Corinne. I, I would just tell them to, you know, just take people that's going to be genuine to them and, and just be, you know, leave with your heart. Um, I think if you leave with your heart, you can't go wrong. Thank you. Annie? It's funny because that list you were saying, like, I was literally thinking of all, all of those things because um, my big thing, and you guys know I talk about this all the time, is honesty and trust. It makes your life a lot easier. You don't have to remember your lies. And, you know, I don't know why some people are so afraid of being honest. People make mistakes. And if as long as you trust your gut and you trust your, like, if people have good intention, people will make mistakes. But you can usually work through things if you really care about each other, friendship, you know. But not when you're lying, because when you lie, you're just starting to, you know, you start to stack all that nonsense on top of each other and make things worse and worse. So my biggest thing is honesty and trust. And and just you know, yeah. <laughs> no life. And absolutely and the thing that I would say to young girls that's listening is in order to have a friend, you must also be a friend. And that's important to me because again, we want healthy friendships and relationships, not unbalanced. So in order to have a friend, you must be a friend. It's been real, everyone. This is Tawanda with Clutch. My Real Girlfriends Across America. I want to also, again, say happy birthday to Kobe Bryant, who will have turned 42 today, and just keep the family and everyone that died on that day in your thoughts. And until the next time, we definitely appreciate you guys listening. Friendship is very, very important. So just remember, in order to have a friend, you must be a friend. And sometimes when friendships are challenged, you have to find a way to trust again and forgive. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned. <laughs>